you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. Start your Saturday with something that will grow your kiddos' brains and get their creative juices flowing. Join us at LAS in Pasadena for a morning of multilingual readings, interactive performances, and lots of kid fun. It's Super Fun Saturday on June 1st. Get your tickets at LAS.com slash events. Studios. I'm Brian De Los Santos, and this is How to LA. Today, we're talking about Lunar New Year and how it's celebrated in this city. The holiday, sometimes called Chinese New Year, is a big one in many Asian countries and places around the world, like LA, with large Asian communities. And it's a party. Lunar New Year looks forward to the arrival of spring, and it involves a lot of good food. For instance, dumplings. Dumplings represent prosperity. This is Jenny Lin, who's a board member of the Chinese American Museum here in L.A. Noodles, especially long noodles, represent longevity. And a whole fish, from head to tail, you want to eat the whole fish, because that represents abundance. There's lots of family time, parades, fireworks, little red envelopes stuffed with money. Kids receive a lot of red envelopes. Um, once you get older and married, you have to start giving out red envelopes. And often, celebrations also include a combination of choreographed dance, martial arts, puppetry, and live music called lion dance. And a lion dance is supposed to be representing happiness and prosperity. And it's a great blessing for anybody who comes and watches a lion dance because it's supposed to ward away any evil spirits. Lion dance teams have been performing in Los Angeles for decades. And we'll hear more about them later from a troupe of college students who perform lion dances at Lunar New Year celebrations and at other events. It actually was difficult for me to learn spatial awareness because you're in essentially a giant box of a lion. But... We, you learn by looking out of the mouth and also lifting the head up briefly to see around you. And as a tail, you kind of just trust what your head's doing. <laughs> but first, a little more about the history of Lunar New Year celebrations here in Los Angeles. Scarlett Yen is a parade manager for the Golden Dragon Parade that takes place Saturday along Hill Street and Broadway in Chinatown. New Year is like the biggest thing in the year. All the family get together, they watch the parade. So it's like a family reunion thing that we do for the community. Scarlet's with the Chinese Chamber of Commerce of Los Angeles, which has put on the parade for the last several decades. But the parade itself has been around for a lot longer. This year marks its 125th anniversary. Actually, it was started by the city. The parade first started in the 1890s, not as a Lunar New Year celebration, but as a way for city leaders to promote LA as a land of progress. Chinese immigrants were invited to participate, in spite of some strong opposition, to showcase LA's multiculturalism and repair its image, which had been tainted by violence. In 1871, a mob killed at least 18 people in LA's original Chinatown. It was the deadliest attack on Chinese people in California history. And it's a history that for a long time wasn't well known. When I went to USC, it was the first time I took an Asian history class. And I, it just kind of blew my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh. This is Jenny Lin again with the Chinese American Museum. 
She's from Pasadena. We never really studied much about Asian history in high school or in grade school. Lynn did her senior thesis on L.A.'s original Chinatown, and it led her to want to get involved in the push to establish a Chinese-American museum in L.A. And I thought it was so important because there's so many Chinese in Los Angeles. Like, we should have a place to come and look at the history and see how far Chinese in America have come. After a 20-year effort, the museum opened in 2003 near Olvera Street. It's located in the oldest and last surviving building from the city's original Chinatown, which was demolished starting in the 1930s. When it came time to build the freeways and Union Station, the government just told everyone that they needed to leave. So everyone just kind of left in a hurry and they created uh, new Chinatowns in different areas to see what would work. And the current Chinatown now on Broadway was the first one that was actually started by Chinese Americans and was owned by Chinese Americans. To this day, that's where the Golden Dragon Parade is held. And this year's promises to be extra special. Especially this year, we are celebrating the Year of Dragon. Again, this is Scarlett Yen. In the Chinese zodiac, dragon is like the king in the sky, you know, so it's very, very important. And plus, we always have the dragon dancing. So this year, actually, we have more dragon dancing. We have a lot of lion dancing. We have a lot of floats. We have a lot of elected officials because this is the largest parade in sea of Los Angeles, not only in Chinatown. And when it comes to preparations... It's a whole year of work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> but Scarlett says it's all for a good cause, building community and having fun. Everybody is welcome to come and watch the show. Well, Scarlett, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you answering our questions. Sure, you're welcome and a happy new year. And I wish to see everybody on Saturday. Coming up, we'll learn about the moves of line dancing with a local dance team and why Lunar New Year celebrations wouldn't be complete without them. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Pindarvis Harshaw, host of the Right Nowish podcast. Every week, I talk to the people who are creating art and culture and spreading it to the universe. As an artist, you always meet yourself. Every year, you're a different person. Essentially, we normalize a space where you can show up as your authentic self. Check out Right Nowish. Rooted in California's Bay Area, speaking to you. It's so many people of color, so many queer people. It's like I'm being celebrated in my fullness. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Alliance has a new live event series with the James Beard Foundation. We Are Where We Eat will go behind the scenes of some of your favorite L.A. restaurants to find out how and why they do what they do. I'm Austin Cross. Join me for the first event where we'll explore how restaurants help make a neighborhood and we'll all have something delicious to eat afterwards. It's May 22nd at the Crawford. Get your tickets now at LAS.com slash events. And we're back talking about Lunar New Year celebrations in Los Angeles. If you ever near UCLA on a Saturday and you happen to drive up to the top level of the guest parking structure 8, you might see something unexpected. Shift into bow and arrow. So today we're on top of this parking lot and we chose it because A, it's really close to campus and B, it has a lot of open space for us to practice. Uh, we like the sun and we like all of the open space for our line dancers to roam about and experiment with new things. This is Christine Lai. 
a senior civil engineering major. She's one of the three leaders of the Lion Dance team at UCLA. On a recent Saturday, producer Monica Bushman met up with them. A group of about 15 members, all wearing red t-shirts and black pants, gathered to stretch and practice their routines for a couple of hours, one of their two practices a week. I'm Laura Kubiatko. I'm also a senior studying civil engineering at UCLA here. So this team has actually started and founded in 2001, which is older than a lot of our members actually now are. Um, and it was founded as to be a part of uh, UCLA's Chinese American Culture Night, which is like one of the biggest culture festivals on campus. Happens in the spring every year. And we were just a part of that performance initially. That's what the team started as. But as time evolved, we kind of developed like a personality for ourselves and started to perform at other venues and locations. And that's how it got to where we are today um, as like a separate team, UCLA Lion Dance team. Yeah. And how big is the team? You know, is there anything required to join? Uh, so our team currently is a little over 40 people. And there are no requirements to join. In fact, almost everybody joins with no experience before. All three of us actually joined with no experience prior. Um, so it's just you come with like a good attitude, willing to learn, and like an appreciation for their art, and that's really all you need to succeed in this club. And for people who aren't familiar, you know, what is Lion Dance? How would you describe it? Uh, lion Dance, uh, the Lion Dance we do originates from China. This is Alexis Wong. She's a recent graduate who's still involved with the team, helping to pass down her knowledge of Lion Dance. And it's basically a celebratory custom to celebrate anything that's starting anew. And it's believed that the lion dance scares away evil or bad energy to bring prosperity and luck to all those who view it. So oftentimes, uh, the Chinese lion dance is used to celebrate Lunar New Year's uh, first and foremost, uh, but is also uh, frequently seen at events such as weddings or store openings or even birthday parties. That's Samuel Liu, another team coordinator. He's a junior studying computer science and applied mathematics. And I've heard people call it like also like dragon dance, or there's also dragons involved, or how does that? <laughs> yes, uh, that's actually a very common misconception because the lions look very unique. So dragon dancing is actually a different kind of dance where the dragons in Chinese mythology fly. So they're actually held up on poles above our heads when they dance with the dragon. And the easiest way to tell is a dragon always has at least 10 people on it. Some dragons get even longer, can go up to maybe 100 people. Not as common, but it happens. The easiest way to tell if it's a lion dance is that there's only two people in the lion. And they're basically their own mythological creature within Chinese mythology. So not like an African lion, but they are their own separate thing from a dragon. Sam, Laura, and Christine help demonstrate how they operate the elaborately decorated lion dance costumes, which are also like puppets. So all the lions come in different colors, but the most traditional is the red and maybe red and gold or red and black. Our two newest lions that we have here, they you know look like a very mythical lion. They'll have eyes that can blink, nose, nostrils, and a special mirror on top of their forehead. Laura, do you know what uh, that symbolizes? Yeah, it's supposed to, when faced with the ghosts and you know spirits that are not there, it's supposed to scare them off um, when they see the reflection. So that's what it is. Um, and as Christine was mentioning, very fluffy and fun. There's different styles of lions. Some look a little more, I guess, intimidating. Um, but I think ours is really popular with the kids because it does have a lot of fur and it's fluffy. And when you walk around, you see the fur bouncing and all the kids love that. They love to stroke it and touch the lion. The dancer who's ahead operates the lion's facial features and the lion's tail operates, well, the tail. In this case, Sam was the head and Christine was the tail. This is one of our lions. Their name is Orion. 
Um, all of our lions have names, actually. Um, this one's named Orion. As you can see here, this is the mirror we're talking about at the top of the head, and it wards away evil spirits. Um, the eyes you can blink and control, kind of like a puppet, as well as the mouth. Um, this beard at the bottom is used in part of a routine to brush the floor, essentially to clean away any bad luck and bring prosperity into the new year. Um, and as you can see, there's two people in it, a head and a tail. Um, the tail has to remain bent the entire time as to keep a flat back. We don't want a camel looking lion. Um, and the tail's responsibility, follow the head, shake the tail and make it very cute and fun. Um, kids always love the tail and we love the tail too. Um, but yeah, as the head, you're controlling the head, swinging it around, performing routines. And there's a lot of different aspects that go into the choreography um, as a head. A lot of cardio and strength. Then it was time to do a run through, not just of the dance, but also of the live music element with drums and cymbals. The two red lions started their routine, guided by a dancer playing a Buddha character, holding a fan, and sometimes giving little taps on the lion's back end. That night, the team was performing at the university's TED Festival the Lunar New Year celebration connected to Vietnamese culture. And they had a lot more performances lined up. For Lunar New Year season, we are so, so, so booked. Uh, our most busy months are January, February, and we typically run out of spots for our availability like months in advance. Uh, for this upcoming Lunar New Year season, we probably have 40 to 45 performances lined up. And especially next week, we have about 15 back to back. And while it is a big time commitment, it also looks like a lot of fun. And the team leaders say they get a lot out of it too. Yeah, I think this team has really shown me a side of Chinese culture that I feel really proud to connect with and also showcase to communities all around LA, as well as just, you know, enjoying practicing it with my peers. That was Sam Liu, one of the UCLA Lion Dance Team members. The UCLA Lion Dance Team is performing Sunday at the Dharma Seal Temple in Rosemead. The Golden Dragon Parade is in Chinatown on Saturday. And on Sunday, I'll be at the Alhambra Lunar New Year Festival with LA's colleagues. So come check us out if you're there nearby. We'd love to meet you and wish you a Happy New Year. This episode was produced by Monica Bushman. Our Hot Toilet team also includes Erica Washington, Evan Jacoby, Megan Botel, and Victoria Alejandro. Our executive producer is Megan Larson, and our engineer is Hazmik Pagosian. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.